Hello, beautiful people. We are back with another episode. We are live. We're not live at all, but this is a pre-recorded episode. And this episode is about NFT NYC. Now, I'm extremely excited to record this episode. Honestly, I am extremely tired, but I figured this would be the best time when all the information is on my mind to present it and to create a podcast, a video that encapsulates my feelings, my thoughts, what could be better, what was amazing, what were the events that I went to, what is NFT NYC. So I figured I'd do that now just so I have it for posterity, have it in 2031 and beyond so that I could really encapsulate and figure out what my feelings were like towards this event in this moment. I don't want to record this video right now. I'm so tired. I'm worn down, but I feel an obligation to. And I said I was going to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you will get an episode Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So NFT NYC, what was it? It's basically a conference with five to 10,000 people in the NFT industry and who were all excited about the space. And I can't remember exactly how many tickets were sold, but I know that in 2019, 480 total tickets were sold. In 2020, I'm not sure the number due to COVID, but in 2021, you had five to 10,000 people with tickets and probably more who don't have tickets or didn't have tickets, but were in the area interested in NFTs. So you have 15,000, 20,000 people maybe all congregating together and it was incredible. So I'm going to take you through some of the events I went to. And if you don't like those, you could skip ahead. And I'm just going to discuss some of the things I went to. Honestly, I didn't go to that many events that were sanctioned by NFT NYC. I found a lot of value in the events outside of NFT NYC, which I'll, I'll talk about. But I really wish I could have got to more. And we'll talk about what could have been better and what maybe I can you can expect for the future of NFT NYC, hopefully. But let's go through some of the events. For me, NFT NYC started Monday night when I went to Gary Vaynerchuk and Beeple. They did a little fireside chat and I went over to Tyler, Tyler Schmidt. He's He was one of Gary Vaynerchuk's assistants and I watched Gary's videos, his vlogs back in the day, 2015, 2016, 2017. And he was always, Tyler was always the person managing Gary's schedule. And so I've never met Tyler before. He doesn't follow me on Twitter, I don't think. And I don't think he knows who I am, but I just go up to him and I'm like, hey, Tyler, this is uh, this is a great event. I'm, it's so cool to meet you. It's so cool to to be here and, and feel the energy and we had a, a little bit of a discussion and he, afterwards, he was like, do you have tickets to this event? And I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, all right, well, come in. And so it was a roped off area. Tyler got me into the event. So that was pretty cool. And then I saw some people who recognized me. And uh, that was a weird and cool thing. People, Some people I'd spoke to, some people I'd never met or knew of. And it was just cool to interact and talk to people. But was, what was even cooler was Gary and Beeple sitting down for a 10-minute conversation, some of which I recorded, but just a really 
incredible look into the minds of two people who are at the peak of the peak in the space, in the NFT space. And it was amazing to watch people's documentary with people, right? I could, it was a huge screen and I could look at people, see his reaction to his own life. And if you think about it, that he is currently perhaps the the highest valued artist or perhaps the greatest artist of our generation. It's a pretty wild thing to think about that I was watching his documentary of his life with him. So that was pretty cool. I thought that was an amazing experience and just a great time to meet people who were in the space and just, it was great getting to know people. The first event that I went to for NFT NYC officially began on Tuesday morning. I think it was 9.30 in the morning. And that was Gary V talking to Jody Rich, who put the whole event on. And what I really enjoyed about this particular event was that Gary and Jody were disagreeing. They didn't have the same opinion. And they were going back and forth on Facebook and social media and NFTs. And it wasn't a we agree, we agree. It was They were coming at it from different angles. So that was really cool. And I felt like that was just a great first event to get the excitement going in the arena. And it was just uh, probably, if I had to guess, maybe that was a 5,000 person arena. And it was about, I would say, 80% filled. So it was just a cool experience. It was a great way to connect and to see other people in the arena. And one thing that Gary spoke about and he's spoken about time after time is like there's a way too much focus on the money aspect of it and not as much on the friendships that are being gained as a result of NFTs. And I agree. I think it's the money aspect is great if you're in it for that. But the people that I've met in this space are are truly what I will remember long term. And I'm uh, I'm just looking for incredible people everywhere I go, but like in the NFT space particularly. So that's what I took from that first event, that kickoff fireside chat. Now we're going to fast forward a bit to Wednesday night. And Wednesday night, I go to... Wednesday during the day, I went to a Gary V with high up executives in Coca-Cola and, or Pepsi rather, and Anheuser-Busch. That was a good conversation. There weren't many major takeaways from me other than the potential to start a project and partner with big time players in the space, big time players in, in any space. Meaning that if you are able to create a project that's cool, There might be a brand out there who is willing to take a bet on you and take a bet on your brand and to think that that could happen in the future, right? Where you have Bored Ape and Arizona Iced Tea is a combination. But what if there's other types of connections and brands to collaborate with culture? So that was a a key takeaway. Now let's go to Wednesday night where... I went to a Zed Run event, and this was incredible. My friends Ryan Trost and Tyler Klaus and Lampert, it was great to see all these lucky trader guys there, 
people who are deep in the Zed Run game, they created knowyourhorses.com and I was able to see what it was like to horse race digitally, virtually. And these are these are NFT horses that then race and these are people who are deep deep in the game. Ryan and Tyler created this website knowyourhorses.com which is a part of Lucky Trader, but it's just a an incredible resource. So they they're really knowledgeable. And so to have them explain to me this is how it works. This is why we do certain things. This is why we make certain moves. I was like, these are the best in the game or some of the best players in the game explaining this game to me. So that was really interesting. And the highlight of the night for me personally was when they raffled off a free horse where 12 of the the people in the in the ecosystem, they won free horses, free virtual NFT horses. And I actually was lucky enough to win one. Complete luck, complete randomness. But before... I pulled my horse. I turned to my buddy and I said, I feel lucky. I feel lucky tonight. And it turns out me and him both pulled horses, digital horses, so that that was a a cool experience and a cool moment. And we got to keep those. And I think his is valued. My friend's valued at one ETH potentially. So $4,000, not a bad pull from him for a Wednesday night random giveaway. And that was awesome. And then after the Zed Run event, I went to the Gary V secret wine party. And I ended up standing in line. I ended up waiting for an hour. And that was cool. Um, wish I could have got in. Wish I got there earlier. But, you know, it was one of those things where it was so incredible to see somebody have the potential to reach so many people and to have all those people respond. The amount of energy that was given towards Gary in those moments, I mean, he was constantly surrounded. He was walking the line, shaking hands, kissing babies. It was a cool thing to to witness because he has built such an incredible platform over the past 15 years since he started in 2006. And just seeing all those people show out, show up, for him was, it was really cool to see it all in person. And that gets me to Thursday night, which is when I went to a founders and creators meetup hosted by Jamie Russo, where Dickie Bush and Sahil from Gumroad were speaking. And I didn't get to see them speak, but I did get to mingle with the people, mingle with people who came to see that speech and see them talk. And it was probably, I would guess, maybe 50, 100 people, and the amount of energy I got talking to people who recognized me, who'd followed the podcast, who were interested in in similar topics, I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world because usually it's it's really just avatars on a screen. It's really just tweets, and sometimes you consume someone's podcast, but it's such a deeper connection when you can look someone in the eye and be like, this is how you impacted me. And so I was able to do that to Jack Butcher, who I met on Thursday during the day before the founders and creators meet up. And I was able to just have a one-on-one conversation with Jack Butcher. And I've had one-on-one conversations with Jack Butcher on the podcast. 
the Danny Miranda podcast and the Lucky Trader podcast. So I've spoke to Jack Butcher for a couple hours, two, three hours of my life, and I've consumed his content for hundreds of hours. His podcast, not investment advice, and you know, hundreds of hours of his tweets. But it's not the same. When you meet that person in person, you could see and feel certain things about them that you never would have otherwise been able to know. How tall are they? How do they interact? What's their energy like? When do they look away in conversation? When do they look directly at you? All these things play a part and a role in how we view another human being. And so much of that we don't have access to when we're only acting in the digital space. So it was amazing to bring that to life, to bring to life the energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm, the realness of another human being. And I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it and grateful to feel that energy. So that was a, a quick recap of my NFT NYC. I went to other events, other meetings, but those were the notable ones. And I'm going to now just break down what could have been better and what was amazing about this experience. For me, what could have been better was I wish more events were live streamed or recorded and maybe they were and I haven't seen them yet or I'm going to see them soon. But there were so many events I wanted to go to but the timing didn't work out um, and I wish I could have attended more. But I'm only one human being and there were so many events and they want to give everyone a voice which I respect and understand. So I'm like, man, I wish I could witness this somehow, some way. The events also could have been closer together geographically, meaning there was one station on 43rd Street, one on 47th, and it was, it was only four blocks. It's not a big deal. But if they were closer together, it would have given an opportunity for if they were next door or they were within one block, it might have been easier. But I'm sure they, they did the best that they could given the incredible influx of people. But overall, this was amazing. And what made it amazing? For me, it was about the people, the energy, the excitement. You could feel it in the crowd. You could feel it that people felt like they were in on a secret that the world didn't know yet. And that's always the most exciting thing. That's how I kind of feel about this podcast. It's a secret that I feel like we're into, that the rest of the world we'll maybe one day find out about. And that's such a, that feeling of optimism and hope and energy and we're gonna do this and we're gonna get this place and we need to level up this and this and this. And we know there's a lot of work to do in the NFT space and, and in this podcast. But it's exciting because you realize if we put in this work as an NFT space and as a podcast, incredible, incredible things can happen. And that's what I loved about this conference was everybody was in one city. Everybody was in one place. I saw Jack Butcher. I saw Dickie Bush. I saw Gary Vaynerchuk. I saw my friend Zach. I saw all these people that I knew online and people I didn't even know of that knew me. And I saw them all in one place. And that is just, that was incredible because it brought the minds of creators and people in the NFT ecosystem, and it brought everyone together in one place. And then lastly, what was amazing was the diversity of perspectives and ideas. I went to one conference 
Speaking of everyone being in Wednesday, I met my friend from college. Didn't know. I knew he was going to be there. I didn't know where he was going to be. We just so happened. We saw each other. We were like, oh my God, I gave him a big hug. And the diversity of perspectives and ideas. We, together, me and my friend, we watched music. How music is going to shape NFTs. When I was listening to Gary Vee, it was how are brands going to be affected by NFTs? Big brands like Pepsi and, and Anheuser-Busch. When I was in different rooms, it was how, are, how is gaming going to be affected by NFTs? NFTs, it seems like from my perspective, are going to change every industry. The question is, how will that occur? When will that occur? Who's going to have the brightest ideas? Who's going to execute on those ideas in the best way? Who knows? But that's part of the excitement. Knowing that the technology will change and it will grow and it will be built on. We can't have gas fees that are $200, $400, $500 forever. It's impossible. But that's something that will get fixed and changed. And I'm excited to be a part of it to see how it will all develop. I am extremely excited by NFT NYC from November of 2021. And I'm looking forward to hopefully going in June of 2022 as well if they decide to go down that route. Because I mentioned when I first came in, they were talking about how Jody Rich rather was talking about how they want to do a June conference as well. And I think that would be a tremendous idea. The NFT space moves so quickly that one year won't be enough time Six months will feel like a year or two years or three years. And I'm sure in in June of 2022, there'll be things that we couldn't have even predicted today. But for now, I'm just grateful to have been a part of this tremendous event, NFT NYC in 2021. And I'm excited to see how it grows as NFTs grow and as more people come into the space. It's It's cool to be a part of something that, the rest of the world will soon know. And if you went to NFT NYC, I'm so appreciative of you being a part of this movement. Also, if you went to NFT NYC and you saw me and you said hello, there were so many of you who came up to me and said, hey, I don't know who you are, but rather I they came up to me and, and said, I love your podcast. And I said, I don't know who you are, but I'm so appreciative of you for that. There was a lot of that, and I'm I'm incredibly grateful for anyone who stopped me, who who has listened to one second of the podcast, let alone they've been impacted by the podcast or knows me in some respect. So thank you for paying attention. Thank you for being a part of the ecosystem. Thank you for being you, because I, I genuinely appreciate it, and I appreciate you listening. So that is all for me. You can... Find me at Hey Danny Miranda on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, posting this on YouTube as well for the video version. And I'm just, I'm extremely grateful. So that's all for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of this. And I will see you in the next episode. Peace.